0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Film Haven Reviews. I am your host Sawyer as always and today we are continuing our underground society theme with the movie that I think mostly embodies the theme that I was trying to do here and that movie is called Underground. It's from 1995. It's a Serbian film or depending on what the status of Yugoslavia was at the time during 1995, you could maybe say it was a Yugoslavian film, that is pretty relevant to the discussion we will be having today. So, wow, this movie is this is going to be probably one of the most difficult movies to discuss, I think. Due to its multilateral conceptual approach, It's a very surrealist film. So, for example, uh, the two main characters, Marco and Blackie, are almost constantly followed by a brass band that is basically the score for the film. So, throughout the whole movie, mm, about 90% of them, and this is something I love about the movie as well, and we'll get into that maybe a little bit later, but about 90% of the score of the film, the soundtrack is all done in the movie, it's, uh, it's it's tactile to the film. For example, the brass band, or sometimes it's the radio that's being played. And in the radio, you know, in the B roll, the radio is still playing over the intercom, but that's also the score for that scene of the movie. Which I love that stuff. Edgar Wright does that a lot in his movies, especially like Shaun of the Dead. There's a great scene where he kind of kicks the tape on accident into the car, and that starts the song for the scene. Um, Love that stuff. But in this one, it's very heavy-handed because there's a brass band that's literally just following the characters as they do everything. And it's never explained at all, which leads into that surrealist... um, aspect of the movie but also those characters which is something I love too those characters are characters in the movie as in they can be hurt there are scenes where they're shooting and fighting Nazis and the band members are just like pick up a gun and start shooting with them Um, one of them has a running joke where he just keeps saying that it's a catastrophe that everything that's happening is a catastrophe but other than that they're not explained they're just around and they provide the music for the movie which is is beautiful honestly because it just it, From the very beginning of the film, it just lets you know that there's a certain amount of logic that you can kind of just kind of throw out the door. While the movie is rooted in the reality of the history that it's taking place during, it's also outside of the realm of reality in its style of telling the story. The characters aren't real, they're not based on any like real historical characters to my knowledge, but the situation that those characters find themselves are in is very real. So it's like historical fiction with a tinge of fantasy because it's it just it's larger than life there are moments that just don't make any sense it spans like 50 decades and none of the characters really get that much older like they do like a haphazard job of aging some of the characters but for the most part i mean if you were an adult in 1941 and it's now like in the 90s and you're still you just have a, a little bit of gray hair, I mean come on, that's that's 50 years later. But you've also just watched a movie that has a monkey that drives a tank that has a brass band that follows someone everywhere around and uh, people just acting absolutely ridiculously. So it's just at that point you really just don't care because the movie just follows its own logic and you just have to kind of go with it. Um, it 's very silly the movie is extremely silly it is I would consider it a comedy for a lot of it it 's very comedic throughout, but it has this grave it is a gallows humor aspect to it because the movie is following in some ways conceptually the history of Yugoslavia within its characters and we 'll get to that in a little bit so let 's talk about the actual movie what 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 the story actually is so you have like I talked about before, there's Marco and Blackie, and these are these two uh Serbian guys who live in Belgrade, and they're basically just roustabouts and and rabble rousers they they are criminals really low level criminals, but they you know they're thieves and scammers, you know they're just kind of scoundrels, but they're kind of happy go lucky scoundrels they have a very sayvi Attitude, and they are joy- uh, one of them. Marco is part of the communist party, and he gets uh, Blackie to join, and that's kind of where he's starting the movie. They're celebrating, and they're just having a good time. And Blackie's wife is basically at home, pregnant, and Blackie obviously just doesn't really care. he, he just has a very free attitude when it comes to life and that unfortunately translates to his relationships because although he has a wife that's pregnant at home he also has a mistress who is a local actress in belgrade so uh, let's fast forward a little bit the nazi invasion happens so the first bit of the movie takes place kind of just showing you around the town the neighborhood of belgrade that they're in Uh, Marco's got a brother named Ivan who is a zookeeper and as he's feeding all the animals in the zoo all of a sudden the planes come over and the whole town gets bombed and in the aftermath of that bombing they decide as the Nazis roll in and start taking people off the streets and Gestapoing people and stuff uh, a large contingent of the neighborhood decides to go into this underground bunker that's below a really nice house. Fast forward a few years and now Blackie and Marco are no longer scoundrels just for themselves but instead have channeled their hate for establishment in a way to the hate for fascism and they go out and do criminal stuff and make money and do it in order to not only hamstring the Nazis but also provide for the people that are living in the bunker. Now, I'm going to yada yada through a couple of things because uh, this movie is two hours and 15 minutes long. And I really want you to get to kind of the hook of the film, which doesn't happen until almost like an hour and 15, 20 minutes into the movie, which is hilarious. But I would really suggest sticking with this if you have put this on. Um, because it does it, it's a very good movie but uh, it does take a second for you to kind of be like what is like what's happening like what's the kind of the point here um, and so at some point Marco falls in love with Blackie's mistress the actress and they're kind of sort of fighting over her at times and in order to secure her love and kind of keep her insulated and away from Blackie Marco decides to come up with this plan. Now you don't really even, the way they reveal it is really well done because you don't really even know that's what he's doing for a while. But basically Blackie gets uh, captured by a Nazi who uh, Natalia, the actress that they're both in love with, was dating at the time and they kill the Nazi, but then he gets captured and Marco does this really daring uh, rescue of him and Natalia of Blackie and Natalia and then in the process of them getting back to the bunker uh, Blackie gets a grenade blown up in his lap and of course he doesn't die or anything he's totally fine this is just once again the uh, the movie is a surrealist film so you just really just have to take it for what it's telling you but he is injured and in the process of him healing at that time Marco takes over being the outside guy and what happens is, is, the end of the war happens, but Marco doesn't really let the people in the underground area know that it has ended. And so, for literally 15 years after the end of World War II, Marco is is creating fake air raid sirens, news broadcasts. He's doing all these things in order to keep these underground, um, this underground neighborhood thinking that the war is still on and that they are providing a service for the war by ma- they, they have a whole factory down there where they're making guns and they have it they made it in a tank by themselves and uh and they're shipping them up in this big elevator into the house that marco is kind of running as a front quote unquote but really what he's doing is he's selling the guns on the black market and making a fortune so yeah that's a uh, pretty wild and uh, a bit of a bend in the story as you go through I am going to stop there because, wow, it's almost 10 minutes and I've spent like so much time trying to describe this film. And at the same time, I have barely scratched the surface, to be honest, because it's a long movie that had a lot going on. And I wanted to I wanted to express that little weird part about the underground people being stuck under there and thinking that the war is always on for 15 years because one, that's very unique. And two, it's very it's very narratively alluring and so I think I really wanted to sell this movie a little bit to people because I know a lot of people probably didn't um, watch it. Once again, I would, I would never have known this movie if I didn't just randomly see it on IMDb in like a related, because I just spend so much time on IMDb. Uh, I would have never known about this movie, but... I will say I'm not the only person that liked it. I was actually a little bit skeptical when I first put it on because uh, the critics and uh, user reviews were both just saying that this was a masterpiece and that it was all wonderful and everything was a, it was a visual masterpiece. Like wow, and I and I was just like I was just like really like, I mean this sounds cool, but I mean what's the big deal? And uh, wow, I will say I think the word masterpiece is fitting. I don't know about visual masterpiece. It definitely it definitely has some fun cinematography but I think the masterpiece part for me is in what this film represents what it was trying to do how unique the style is because it's not it's not like a Salvador Dali style surrealist film or a uh, what's that guy's name Alejandra Jordowski I'm completely butchering that name But it's the guy who did El Topo and the Holy Mountain, super surrealist films that are just mostly, honestly, visual poetry in some ways, very artistic. This movie actually has a plot. Underground has a plot. It has a story that you can follow, characters you can relate to, and yet it also lives within the realm of the ridiculous. In some ways, I guess the closest movie that I could relate this to, even though they are extremely different movies, it would be Everything Everywhere All at Once that just came out. That film had a great balance between absurdity and a real drama that was tangible and was something that that could maybe change your life in some ways or at least affect you on a very emotional level I mean the movie's about motherhood it's about uh, generational immigration I mean it's it's got so many things tagged on to it while also being a movie where at one point the main character exists in a universe where she has hot dogs for hands and she plays pianos with her feet and that is kind of what I'm talking about with Underground the movie really flawlessly blends this surrealism into maybe even the core concept of the film. Now, this may be a stretch because I am not from Yugoslavia. I don't even really know that much about it, and one of the good things about this movie is that it made me want to learn more about it. I remember there was a bunch of wars in the 90s. I didn't know what was going on. I mean, I was I was just I was born in the 90s, okay? So, I didn't really know. I just remember there's a couple movies that came out about it. I just know that in the Balkans, there was a big conflict. And uh, I know that Yugoslavia used to be a country, and now it's not. So I've done just a little bit of Googling. And it's been fascinating to see. I mean, obviously, very complicated. But to see the journey of Yugoslavia, and, and it's I mean, it's basically a country that represents the 20th century perfectly, just from what I can tell. It was founded in 1918, and the aftermath of World War One when the imperialist age which is the old era of the world broke down and austria hungary the southern side broke up and it be- all these places that are now like serbia and kosovo and montenegro and croatia and places like that were all even though ethnically they had their still their ethnic centers they became one country of yugoslavia Then in World War II, they were invaded by the Nazis. In 1944, I think, they turned into a democracy for a year. And then in 1945, they were taken over in a way by the communists. And then they had a communist leader, Tito, until 1980. And then after the collapse of the Soviet Union and communism writ large, they broke up and did all these wars and all those separate little ethnic groups that I was just talking about that are now their own countries all had their own little wars of independence. And it was, I mean, it kind of follows the flow of 20th century politics in a way and world events, which I think is very fascinating just on its own as a historical subject. But you can also see how people living in Yugoslavia during the 20th century had kind of whiplash from all these world events shaping their lives so effectively and not mm, a lot of times for the good. Uh, World War II was bad for pretty much everyone involved, obviously. It was the most massive loss of life and just massive world chaos that we've ever experienced in human history, and it would be hard to repeat outside of a nuclear war. But this country and the people in it have obviously gone through so many complicated changes and a history that I'm not even going to begin to act like I can grasp, but a lot of hardships and turmoil within that. And I feel like, and this is my take, this is my stab at trying to make sense of the movie. Considering the movie, because like I said, I didn't tell you everything, but it, the movie continues on into the 90s, into the time where there's an act of conflict. And of course, this movie is made in 1995 in the middle of, Of the Yugoslavian Wars and so it's obviously a very relevant message that the movie is trying to show while also being wrapped in a kind of an absurdist comedy all these characters have this kind of view of life for the most part that is everyone's being silly and crazy and they don't always seem to take life so seriously, but in the sense of like, they don't care about danger. Nazis are kind of like caricatures of what Nazis would be. And the main characters don't really care about Nazis. They just kill them. You know, it it, it don't really, they don't feel danger. It's almost like they have no sense of danger because everything is just so bad and so hard. And it's like, it's kind of one of those ide- – my, my I guess my main theory here is like when you're crying so hard that you eventually start laughing from madness or that you have to develop gallows humor because everything is always so grave and the situation is so dire and times are so hard. It seemed like at the beginning of the movie, there was some poverty going around and stuff like that. But for the most part, this area of Belgrade was beautiful. This is a rich cultural – center and the serbs in this situation are i mean they i don't know much about serbian history but i it seems like they have a very proud people that are proud of their culture and of course why wouldn't they be but to then have so much political change and to have so many wars and so many things coming through It kind of hardens you but maybe hardens you to the point where it breaks your brain and that's where that surrealism is coming through and so these filmmakers are making this movie that is silly and serious the seriousness is always in the backdrop it's a two-tone gallows humor joke you've got characters that are larger than life laughing their way to the grave in a way and as the film goes on I believe it gets a little more serious. But at the same time, there's still a level of silliness that pervades the whole movie. And I got to say, you know, I'm still struggling on on what exactly the message is. I can tell you this much. I feel like Yugoslavians or former Yugoslavians definitely understand what the message is. It seems very poignant, very pointed at the Yugoslavian history and their culture And the things that they have gone through. It is a meditation on their experience. And I feel like a part of my confusion with the movie. Or my difficulty to grasp exactly or articulate perfectly what the movie meant. Is my ignorance to their culture and their history. But that doesn't mean that the bleed over from all these concepts. And the raw... Messaging from the movie isn't effective for people who haven't experienced that history or don't know anything about it. And that's why I would recommend this movie. I know I'm going so long on this one, but I just, I mean, I didn't even get into so many things I wanted to talk about. For example, this movie was original as the director's cut is five hours and 20 minutes long. And what does that movie look like? I have no idea, but honestly, I kind of want to know. I mean, you could just break it up and watch it and like three or four nights but wow so I have to cut it short I'm gonna give this movie a 9.5 because it really just it really affected me and it's it's fun to watch it's not just sad it's very humorous and the characters are for the most part likable and it's an engaging story while also giving you that fun absurdity without being so artistic that it's incomprehensible it's it's a perfect balance, and I would I would say this is nothing short of a cinematic masterpiece. So, that's it for me this week. Next week, we're going to do the movie Mad God, which is uh, probably going to be a completely different vibe. Um, I know it's stop motion. I don't really do animation for my movies, but uh, it's just kind of a rule I kind of made for myself. Not that it's a good rule. It's just kind of narrowing my choices Uh, on purpose but this one is a kind of a uh, exception and it it looks like it has underground society so we'll see how that goes but 9.5 really love this movie please go out and watch it and I will see you guys next week